Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. All right, so I've been excited about today for weeks. Chris Perry, I don't know if you know that, but Amy and Kim kept saying, you got to meet Chris. You got to meet Chris. So everyone has not met Chris. Chris has built a $20 million business off of Instagram. Like he is, he is rocking Instagram. So we're going to talk reels. We're going to talk how he's built his, we're going to talk how he's built his business. Um, Amy and Kim, I don't know if you guys have anything you want to say. Otherwise, I'm just going to introduce Chris. Just that just do everything he says. He's amazing. I've done like this much of it and it's working. I'm getting business. So just do whatever he says. All right. Well, Chris, <laughs> thanks for being here. How are you, man? No, I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right. So in case people didn't see last time you were on, can you just tell a little bit of your story? Like how, how did you go from, you know, getting into real estate to building a $20 million business on Instagram? Oh, you're, you're muted somehow. We lost you. It's it. Sorry about Break that. Hold on. I'm muted. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, again, first off, thanks for having me guys. I'm excited to, you know, just kind of help other people build their business too. So really how I started, I've been an agent for eight years now, um, six years full-time, quit my job t- six years ago to do real estate full-time and just been, you know, building my business from then I've really started building business on social media. Honestly, when the pandemic started, it kind of forced me to build a business. Being that I couldn't be in front of people anymore, you know, everybody was at home, was thinking, hey, how can I get to people? And social media, I was thinking, I'm on my phone every day. You know, I'm on social media because if I'm not working, I'm at home when things were shut down. Um, Not sure how it was around the rest of the country, but in the DC area, everything was closed. So there was really nothing else to do but social media or work, in my opinion. So I really started to dig into social media. And that's when the first year of the pandemic in 2020, um, that's when my business went from 13 million the year before that. to then I hit 20 million last year, did just about 23 million and should do about 26 or so million this year. So it really started during the pandemic by necessity. I kind of had to. I love it. And were you like a social media expert? Did you know what you were doing when you started any of this? No, (laughs) no. Uh, You learn by trial and error. And even to this day, you know, I've gotten a good amount of followers on Instagram. You know, I went at the beginning of the pandemic, I had less than 3,000. I'm at almost 40,000 now. So it's been, you know, it's trial and error. You spitball all the time. Some things stick, others don't. Um, So if anyone tells you that they're an expert and they know what to do all the time, they're lying to you because it's <laughs> algorithm changes, things change about social media. It changes all the time. So I don't I don't consider myself a guru. I kind of figured out what works for me and I can help other people do the same. But you know, things change all the time. And when I started, I had no idea. I love it. So you are incredibly humble and, but yet you have learned a lot over time. I mean, it changes all the time, but I, I mean, I've been watching since Amy and Kim introduced me to you, I mean, you, you do some really cool stuff um, on Instagram. So, so they said lately, you've been really, you know, diving into reels, right? What is it about reels and that, why are you focusing on reels? Let's start there. Yeah, that's a good question. So I started with reels because that's what Instagram told me to do. So 
the, the great thing about social media in general is if you pay attention, success leaves clues. It's just like anything in life, but specifically social media. If you really pay attention, people will tell you what you should do. So why I started doing Reels, I remember when they rolled out and for those that don't know why Reels even started, it was to combat TikTok, which TikTok is actually the number one social media platform these days by consumption for a lot of different reasons. And I'm getting really heavy on TikTok now myself, but Instagram rolled out reels to combat TikTok to start bringing people back to the platform. And so I remember, um, I remember seeing them every now and then I thought they were kind of cool, short form video. So things that people would be kind of interested in and people were doing some really cool, creative things with it. And so I remember the CEO of Instagram, Adam, he came out and said, they're going to be boosting reels. So when the CEO of a company that I'm trying to really focus on building my platform on, when he speaks, I listen and I do what he says. So that's why I then started to really dig into reels and it's grown my following and my business exponentially. I love it. So, I mean, you, you, at this point, you now, you now teach people how to, how to do reels, don't you? Yes. So, so if you're starting, and, and I know we could spend hours on this, but it, the, the cliff notes version, where do you start? If you're, if there's someone listening, like maybe you've dabbled, you've done a little bit in reels, you kind of messed around. Where do you tell people to start with reels? Yeah, that's a good question. So I tell people, first off, you want to make your content look how you want it to look. So I try to do a mixture of different things with my content. So sometimes I do like, I'm a very silly guy. I don't take myself too seriously. So I like to do the funny stuff. I'll do lip sync and things like that. But then I also like today I'll get on and just talk about a topic and there's a place for all of that. So I recommend for people to figure out how you want your content to look. So again, if you're like, if you're like me and you like to have fun, you like to laugh, you like lip sync and things like that, then you can do that. But if you're more of the serious person and you like to just kind of get on and educate, you can do that as well, too. Um, so I always recommend to kind of look around at other people's content that you think that you like and maybe try to model yours around theirs. I get inspiration every day from different creators. So you can kind of look at what other people are doing and then really kind of tailor it to you and your message and what you want to get out. The main thing that I tell everybody is don't worry about views and likes and comments, but worry about providing value. Because as long as you're providing value, that's all that matters. And as long as you're putting out content that you like, that's all that matters. Interesting. So, so obviously the goal is to generate people coming in asking questions about real estate at some point, turn them into clients. If you're not worried about comments, you know, just providing value. Do you just find that people resonate and you just start having people come and set, you know, inbound and the people that like you're like, cause you're doing fun stuff. You're doing stuff. You're not taking yourself seriously. Do the clients you attract then match that brand or how does that work for you? Yeah. For me being that I do a mixture of all of it, I get people that all over the board. So I have really good people that reach out to me. A lot of them that are ready to buy or that I put in the pipeline to let you know, to kind of season them for, for later. I'm always adding to my pipeline. I, I have on a, any given week, I have at least five buyer or seller consultations every week from social media, new people. So this week already I've had eight and it's Thursday. So all from TikTok, Instagram, uh, even Facebook as well too. So it's just constantly adding people and yeah, hopefully I answered your question. 
You did. And, that, and that's, I just see I, those of you on camera, by the way, uh, I hope you're all smiling. Like I'm like, like, that's mind blowing. Like he's had eight consultations for new clients from social media this week. Um, if you guys have specific questions, Amy put in the chat box, but type in the reason we do this live. If you guys have questions for Chris, you can either unmute yourself. You can uh, type in the chat box, whatever it is. We want to kind of answer any questions you have as well, but otherwise I'm going to keep chatting because I have so many questions for you, Chris. I love this. Ask away. Ask away. Right, so, so on a, any given week, are you thinking, like, do you lay out a plan for your content? Do you lay out what you're going to do? Or are you just kind of like, as the moment strikes, you just dive in? Yeah. So this may be very like unpopular with what, I, what I'm going to say, but, and I said this on my live yesterday, I record every day. So that's the way my mind works. And hopefully it stays that way. Maybe it'll change eventually. I, I'm not sure, but very rarely do I batch record. So a particular reel may take me, maximum 30 minutes to make. That's to record it, edit it, make the caption, post it. It's really quick. It's not taking me hours and hours and hours to do content every day, but I get inspiration from something every day, which is kind of weird, but that's how my mind works. I don't think it's weird. I think, I mean, have you, have you trained yourself just to look for inspiration or were you always wired that way to kind of like naturally creative? You actually hit the nail on the head there. So the only thing, in my opinion, that separates someone like me that I consider myself a content creator versus someone else that maybe doesn't is I'm always looking for inspiration for content. I hear a song. I hear a line. Oh, man, that could be good content there. I see something while I'm out. Oh, my gosh, that's good content there. I look at TikTok or Instagram and I see someone else's content. I can make that good content for myself too, something similar. So I'm always in the mindset of content because content is king. What people don't necessarily understand, not just from a real estate perspective, but just a making money perspective. I don't under I don't know if people realize how much money is really in content. Content's everything these days. Aside from just selling real estate, you can make a lot of money with content. So is that, is that, that a direction? It, is that a direction you're going as well, or is that just kind of like something you've stumbled into as as you've gone down this road as content creator? It's it's something that I kind of stumbled upon. I, I knew about YouTube, how much money you can make from YouTube, but then I really started to see how much you could make from social media, both from like the different ways that I make money, not only just from sales, but I have products that I do. You know, I sell to teach people how to build a following on Instagram, how to do reels, things like that. And I have a mentorship program as well, too. So I mentor other folks as well, too. I'm paid from all of that. So it's not just real estate sales. That's fantastic. And when, while we're mentioning it, how, how do people find I mean, We'll drop it. We'll put it in the podcast notes for the show. But how do people find your courses that you have? Because you have a couple on, on learning to, like, to use Instagram and reels, right? Yeah, it's, it's all through my Instagram. If you go to Chris Perry, C-H-R-I-S-P-E-R-R-Y, real estate on Instagram, and you click the link in my bio, you can schedule time to for a buyer or seller consultation. Um, my podcast is there. My YouTube is there. All my products are there. My mentorship program, everything is there through that link. Make it very easy for people. I was just going to say, of course, it's all on your Instagram profile. Where else would it be? (laughs) So it's in my email uh, signature. It's on my Facebook, my Instagram, my Twitter and my TikTok. Because I'm active on all of those. But but we want to drive people back to Instagram because that's you're you're the Instagram guy. It makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. Right. All right. What, what do you see as some of the, the newest trends on Instagram? Like if it's, if it is always changing, are you doing anything lately? That's like, Oh, people got to know about this. Like this is working really well right now. Yeah. So original content is King right now. So part of why I get on and talk in my own voice often now is because Instagram is starting to push that. Now you may not see, here's the thing of, of why I'd say I'm not worried about views as much anymore. At a certain point this year, it was probably from January to about March. Every video I put up was getting 50,000 plus views on it. Every single one. Now the average is about anywhere between 10 to 15,000 views per reel I post. But I'm making more money now with less views and I'm getting way more people to reach out to me with less views. So as long as you're providing value to people, that's what matters, not necessarily the views, because really all you need is one view. You need the right one view, the right one person to see it, to reach out. And that could be a huge commission for you. I absolutely. Agree. How about if you're getting really low views? What if someone's putting out content and they're, they're talking like 100 views, 200 views? Should they be worried about is their content not matching? Do they need to build their following more first? What do you think about that? Yeah, that's a good question, too. Um, so with that, I would say again, kind of with social media, you kind of spitball a bit. So if you are putting things out and you consistently are getting very, very low views, then that's the algorithm telling you what you're putting out is not working. So yeah, you may want to pivot a bit. So if you are doing, you can all like the tried and true things on social media, education and entertainment are always going to be big. So if you're doing just straight entertainment, but it's boring entertainment, then you may not get a lot of views on it. So you may want to switch to maybe educating while entertaining people, because then you typically get more views on that. So my lip syncing views get the most, they get the most views, but I don't necessarily get the most business from those. But, but, but you're just really good at lip syncing. That's a, that's. Yeah, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's fun for me. I, I have fun with it. I, I have fun making content. So I'm, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I mean, I think what you said, is funny. If you're entertaining, but it's boring, it's not entertaining. That's the problem. Like yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get out of your comfort zone or into your comfort zone if you are an entertaining person. But like, I think naturally you have this energy about you, you have a presence that you lean into on social media. Like it's, it's you on social yeah. media. Yeah. What you see on there, I'm not forcing anything. I'm not being someone that I'm not. What you see on there is literally me. I enjoy having fun. I try to make real estate as entertaining as I can for my clients. So I just put that out and I just give people me. It's how did you get comfortable for people? Cause I think that's one of the, it's one of the things I hear most often social media trainers say is be natural, be authentic. But it's the thing I see people struggle with the most. How, how did you get comfortable? Were you just immediately comfortable? Did, like what happened for no. you? No. So I'm actually, I'm a really shy person by nature. So if I were to do like a Myers-Briggs, I would be very far on the introverted side naturally as a person. I'm very much introverted. I'm a shy person by nature. I had to get out of that because I knew if I wanted to be successful in real estate, I had to always be talking to people, had to get out of my comfort zone. So as cliche as it may sound, the more that I did it, the easier it became. The first time I went on live, I was terrified because that's not me naturally. But now, like I was on there yesterday and I am more than comfortable on live now. I really enjoy it now. Doing this by nature terrifies me. 
But the more I do it, the more I teach, the more I do those things, the easier it becomes for me. So, and I enjoy it now. And hopefully I don't seem as introverted as I am anymore, but I had to get myself out of that. And the more I did it, the easier it became. Yeah. I would never have guessed you were introverted, but as you say it, I could, I understand it makes sense, but no, I, I'm glad, I'm glad you're starting to enjoy this because you are fantastic. The way you explain things, I mean, you have a, a really straightforward way of breaking them down and putting them in terms that people can relate to. Thank you. Thank you. It, it took some practice. It took years. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, so it's, it's funny, you know, you didn't necessarily ask this, but the thing that I always recommend for people, because I was actually talking to one of my lenders about it and she wants to get out of her comfort zone and really start doing more video. And she was asking me, how does she, how does she do that? How does she get more comfortable? I told her, take your phone out and start recording. The only way that you can get better at something, that's anything in life. The only way you can get better at something is by doing it. If you want to be a great basketball player, you do that by playing basketball. If you want to be a great quarterback in football, Tom Brady didn't do that by just sitting and watching a bunch of other quarterbacks. He got out there and he threw a bunch of damn balls because he had to, to get better. So that's the way that you get better at things by doing it. And that's the same with social media and being on camera. I, I love it. Where are some of the ways that, I mean, cause your story is incredible. You, you built the following, you have a steady stream of buyer consultations and just people reaching out to you, people, sellers interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are some of the mistakes you see people making with Instagram that have you ever seen anyone put out a bunch of content and just doesn't turn into business or if they get consistent, does it pretty much always build something? What have you seen with the people you work with? Yeah. So I, it's a, it's a couple kind of major things I see people do wrong um, when it comes to just specifically content. Number one, I see too many people. They're not themselves. And it really shows if, if you are not like, like I said before, if you're not the kind of person that you want to do lip syncing videos, but you see everybody else doing it and now you're doing it and it's not comfortable for you. It looks like it's not comfortable for you. It's typically not going to convert. So you got to be yourself. Um, the biggest thing also the set, actually probably the first biggest thing, that's probably the second, the biggest thing I see is people aren't consistent enough. I was having a, a consultation with a mentee about this yesterday. And I'm serious about this. Give me consistent, mediocre content that's providing value over sporadic, amazing content. The person that's consistent will get more business every time than the person that's sporadic and they're seeing you every now and then. Here's here's the thing that one of the biggest compliments that people give me when they see me. They're like, oh man, Chris, you're closing like every day. I'm like, I'm not, but perception's everything because I'm always in front of them and I'm always posting my closings. I mean, granted, I I, I close 50 plus homes a year. so I get a, you know, a good amount of closes, but I don't close as much as people probably think I do, but because I'm always in front of them and they're always seeing me, perception's everything. And everybody wants to work with a winner, let's be honest. So if they're seeing you winning, even if you're, again, let's be honest, faking it, people are gonna wanna, people are gonna wanna work with you because they know that you're out there, you're consistent and you're selling. If they only see you once in a while, you're gonna lose business to people like me, unless they're super loyal to you. But for the most part, if you're not showing up consistently in front of people, you're going to lose business to people like myself that are consistent. Yeah. And did you get traction like right away when you started doing, you know, daily? Uh, no. How, how, how long did it take and how did you keep yourself going knowing this is the route you wanted to be on? Um, you actually hit the nail on the head there. 
is the route I knew I wanted to be on. So the, the way that I am, and this is how I live my life. I don't care if it takes six months, a year, 10 years, 20 years. I'm in it for the long haul. I'm, I play the long game with pretty much everything in life. So it took me, drum roll please, two solid years to actually get major traction. Wow. I didn't, I hit 20,000 followers at the beginning of this year. And now I'm at almost 40,000 this year. So it took me again from the beginning of the pandemic, which started, you know, early 2020 to now I've been building my following up. It's taken to, I've been doing a real a day, at least five days a week, this entire pandemic. That's what, two years, over two years, two and a half years, something like that. Yeah. Consistently. And I just started getting major traction probably about a year, eight, eight months to a year ago. Wow. And I think plugging into a community like, like the, the programs you have, right? That's why. I, so just, I don't know if you know this, Chris, but we don't take any affiliate dollars. When I was listening, we don't get paid a single thing. Our goal is always to bring you tools that work, right? So like join Chris's program. I get zero. The reason to plug into something like that is because think about being on this journey to be consistent every day by yourself is really hard. I mean, you just are wired a certain way, Chris, that you just did that on your own. Or did you have people that you were connecting with that kind of kept you going? How, how did you do that? Um, it's just wired in me. It's just the way that I am. I, I know where I want to be. I know the goals that I have and I saw social media to get me there yeah. and I'm not anywhere near the goals that I have, but I see that it's, I see how much business you can get from it and I would be a fool not to stay consistent with it. So I, I've just been seeing that and it's, it's easy to, it's easy to be consistent when you know where you want to go. Uh, Kim just asked in the chat, do you have a coach? I do not actually, but I'm open to getting one. There's a few that I kind of am eyeing, but I don't have one myself. I'm kind of hitting a ceiling here because being that I want to build a team now and I'm kind of at a ceiling to where myself, my assistant and my transaction coordinator, we're kind of hitting a ceiling of where I think we can go by ourselves because uh, the goal is to be 100 million plus a year for my team sales. And I'm kind of hitting a wall where I can go myself. So I'm building a team. So I do think I'm going to get a coach for that. Yeah. And, and, and I think there's a certain point that as you build the social media following you've built where leverage comes into place now where it does make sense. This is the organic reason why it's not like I'm going to go out and build a team. Like you have a legitimate organic natural next step is to build this team. Right. Um, yeah, we, we should talk offline sometime because I used to run a 21 agent team and I know I'm, I'm not looking at the coach. I'm saying like, I have a bunch of different coaches that could be a good fitness space that you could talk to. So yeah, I'd love to talk to you about that. Yeah, I, I have to break it down for you. Um, all right, Janelle's got a question. She said, do you find that Instagram is different than TikTok when trying to get your followers up? That's a good question. I was actually talking about that yesterday. So yes, in my opinion, and this is probably going to be a very unpopular opinion because I'm kind of known as the Instagram guy. TikTok is a much better app. It's much easier to build a following. I'm actually a much bigger fan of TikTok than I am Instagram. I'm, I'm more consistent on Instagram just because I've put so much time into it and I've built so much there that I'm going to be consistent. But between you and I, don't tell Instagram this, but TikTok is a much better app than Instagram. Just my opinion. I would as as a creator tool or as a content as a as a consumer or both? Both. Yeah. Both. Take I, I see why Instagram was trying to combat TikTok 
because it's a much better app. It really, really is. Yeah. I enjoy TikTok much better as a consumer and a creator. There's a reason why it's growing so fast. Yeah. And I see why I didn't get it at first because it was kind of branded as, oh, it's a kid's app. You know, you're not going to really build much business on there. It's just for kids. No, it's not. So is Facebook. So is Instagram. So is the, so is whatever the next one that's going to be. They all start with kids, whatever the kids are doing now, that's where we need to be. Cause that's where it's going to be in a year or two. Absolutely. And the, the one thing that I do regret is that I did, I'm, I'm, I'm late in the game. So I'm up to 13,000 followers on TikTok. That's completely organic. It's not even really any of my Instagram followers. It's all organic from there. I wish I would have been more of an early adapter of, of TikTok like I was with Instagram. That's the only regret that I have, but it's not too late, but I'm kind of late in the game at this point. <laughs> All right. We got one last, this is a quick question. Then we got about two, three minutes. Kim just is asking, how do you edit your videos? Any tools you could recommend? Yeah. So I edit, I record, I edit and I post all native to the app that I'm posting to. So if I'm doing a TikTok, I record it in TikTok. I edit it there and I post it on TikTok. If I'm doing it a reel, I'll post the reel. I'll record it in Instagram, edit it, Instagram, post it in Instagram. Now I do cross contaminate sometimes. I hate to call it. That's probably the wrong word, but I do. Um, I do put some of my TikToks on Instagram and vice versa. But most of the time, I record, edit, and post in the app that I'm posting on. If that makes sense. My my reels course actually goes over how I do all that too. That's what I was just going to say. I, I know that's covered in your reels course. So guys, if you, if you joined us late, make sure you check the link and just go to Chris's uh, Instagram profile and uh, you can get info on his courses. Um, all right. So we're going to talk offline sometime, Chris, because if you're going down a team route, I'd love to just chat with you about that. And we got a couple other uh, podcasts and shows that I'd love to have you as a guest on. We have one that's like a game show, one that's uh, kind of goes deeper. If you're open to being on those, I'd love to get you scheduled on those, on those too. Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. Um, Last question for you then. First of all, thank you, Amy Izzo, for introducing us to Chris, Kim, Randall. I appreciate both you guys. Chris, did you're a rock star. Any other advice, any last piece of anything we didn't talk about you want to leave people with? Yeah, for sure. So just especially when it comes to social media, be yourself. The three major things I tell anyone. Number one, show up. You have to show up. You got to be consistent. That doesn't mean you have to post three or four times a day like I do sometimes but you need to show up every week. People need to see you. The, the amount of people, because I know some people that maybe cold call, door knock, things like that. You may hit maybe a hundred doors and you might get 10 people to respond. Maybe you get five appointments if you're really good. If I post something on my page, I have thousands of people that see it. And it's not just about the thing that to remember about social media, and I'm trying not to be too long-winded about this, but the thing to remember about social media, it's not always about that follower because every follower has a sphere of influence too. You have no idea how many consults and how many random phone calls I get from, oh, my, my niece follows you and she tells me I'm, I have to use you when I'm selling my home or my mother-in-law is selling her home. She doesn't have Instagram, but I follow you and I told her to reach out to you. Every single follower that you have has a sphere of influence too. So show up, number one, be consistent. Number two, be yourself. Be yourself. People want to know you unfiltered. Maybe some filter, but people want to know who you are these days. Because I was going to say some people you need to filter. But for the most part, people want to know who you are. 
especially in our business, they want to know who you are. Show up, be yourself and have fun and provide value. Then you have a, a winning formula and a success for you have a winning formula for success. I love it, Chris. Thank you. That was a perfect way to tie it all together. Even some people with a little filter, right? All right. Some people need filters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. I hope you guys connect with Chris. And Chris, just this is awesome, dude. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. Have a good day, everybody. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.